0: Excited as Whiskit had announced that his album made in Lagos would drop at 11:11 p.m. Nigerian time, which was 7:11 Atlantic Daylight Time. So I had roughly 40 minutes to get ready to listen to the most anticipated album of the year. I work from home, so when I finished from work, I went straight to the kitchen, opened the fridge. And got a bottle of wine, went to my room, turned on my speaker, and played 21 Savages' Rich Nigga Shit. The only light in my room at the time was from the maple apple cider scented candle I lit up. Two glasses of wine and a couple of burnt songs later, I checked my phone. It was exactly 7-Eleven Atlantic Daylight Time. I quickly launched Tidal, which is the streaming app that I use, and went straight to Whiskit's profile. Bruh, where the fuck is the album? 20 minutes later, no album. <laughs> Whiskit, don't fucking kill me, man. At this point, I was quite confused, Um, but at the same time, I was like, gosh, this guy just played us, didn't he? I went on Twitter to figure out if this nigga just played us or, like, because that nigga be lying a lot. Someone said he meant 11, 11 p.m. UK time. So some part of me said, okay, there's still hope. But the other part of me said, this nigga is not dropping till November. What a fucking troll. Before we officially kick off today's episode, I just want to start by sending my condolences to the families and friends of the victims of the likki Togate massacre. 2010-2020, never to be forgotten. So guys, welcome to another episode of the Sage Podcast. This is Salon speaking. This is episode three. Thank you all for listening. Um, well, Whiskey just dropped an album made in Lagos that is probably the most anticipated album of the year. Um, we've all been waiting for this for so long, like since last year. A bunch of people thought it was supposed to drop last summer. 2019 Summer 2019, but it, it never came. And now we're getting it fall 2020. So that's great. I'm um, so excited. I listened to the album. Of course, it's only been 24 hours since I listened to the album. So I haven't had a lot of time to sit on it. But first listen, I loved it. Um, I loved it beginning to end every single part of it. It's amazing. Um of course there are some tracks that were were decent, um that obviously I wouldn't play like all the time. Um tracks like Gyrate I don't think I would ever go back to that to be honest. I just it wasn't my thing. Um my favorite track on the album on First Listen was Essence and then Now it's it's changed um my favorite song now is true love um i just i just really love tae Iwar on that song like he just killed it um so i'm I, i i really i like the album i think my favorite is gonna change the more i listen to it like yesterday i was convinced that my favorite was essence this morning it was grace now it's true love um, I really like Piece of Me. I like the guitar. Um, it's really smooth. I like Ella May's voice and how it just blends with WizKids. It's just amazing. Um, that's, that whole album is just is just out of this world. Um, I really like Skepta on the album. Um, and that's probably because the song sounds so much like bad energy it sounds very similar like his verse sounds very similar to his verse his verses on bad energy Skepta. there's just something about the way he raps oh my god the confidence that he exudes is just amazing like it's just out of this world speaking of Skepta. Just a couple of—I want to say a couple of months ago—people were saying that he was in a relationship with Adele. I just thought that was a good segue into this topic. Um, people were saying that he's in a relationship with Adele. That was never confirmed. But like recently, TMZ reported that he is in fact in a relationship with Adele. Um, a bunch of other news outlets said the same thing. However, Adele. After her Saturday Night Live, um, after her feature on Saturday Night Live, she posted on Instagram basically saying, you know, thank you. She had the best time and like just posted a shout out to the cast and crew and the writers and producers of the show. And then at the end, she said, I'm going back to my cave now to be the single cat lady that I am peace out till next year so to me it was like is that her trying to say she's not dating him or is that her trying to like just distract us from the fact that there's rumors that she's dating someone anyways if they're dating that's good for them i personally think that they are a good match um from her interviews and a few times when she, i watch her live um, performances and she talks on stage and uh just a a short show appearances that she's made she seems like a pretty fun and chill person like um yeah just a pretty fun person and Skepta seems that way too so I think that's a good match there so moving on to other album releases that happened this last weekend or the weekend before um Kaya Dolla Sign released an album that consists of 25 tracks personally I think that's ridiculous I do not like long albums at all I think people should keep their albums to 12 14 at most 17 tracks I do not like 25 track albums I do not like 34 track albums 44 track albums like Chris Brown nah that's just it's too much However, Tai's album um, only added up to about an hour, so that wasn't that bad, I guess, because there are albums that are 14 tracks that are like one one hour long, so I think it just depends on the length of the individual songs on the album. Now, what I thought about the album, I was not going to listen to the album at all, uh, a friend of mine talked about it and his review wasn't that good so i thought okay i'll just listen and see what you're talking about or hear what you're talking about i listened and honestly it was really boring i it was very repetitive i just i wasn't intrigued by any song except the 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 joint with Ke- keilani Kei- mm-hmm. K- I really like the song with Hirani. Um, I have listened to it like twice. I don't think I would go back to that album at all. I was just really bored. There was a lot of features on the album, so I expected way more. It just was very disappointing for, you know, all the features that I I saw on the album. Um, I think there's... There's a couple of features on it. There's a couple of people on the album. So it was just really disappointing. Like, because you, you see this matches and you're like, oh, wow, this must be a really good album. Like, there's Kid Cudi and there's Post Malone. There's Kanye West, Anderson Park, Lil Durk. Even the track with Nicki Minaj was kind of disappointing as well. Um, I was really expecting a lot from the Roddy Rich track. With because I love Roddy Ricch a lot um Janae Aiko, honestly let's talk about Janae Aiko I love her music but sometimes it can be very repetitive as well like it could be it sounds almost the same most of the time like her choices are like her vocal choices are very repetitive very redundant and sometimes I just get tired um the track with gunna was no honestly this was just a very disappointing album 25 tracks and just it was just repetitive it was boring i i would i wouldn't go back honestly my review i would give it like to be honest there's no bad track they all sound really good they, they all sound decent but they just it's just no there's no oomph there's nothing extra to to the tracks they're just decent so i would give it i would give it a 4.5 or like a 5 if i'm being generous Uh, it just was it was disappointing now to talk about other albums ariana grande released an album yesterday i listened to the album this morning so i haven't had a lot of time to actually take the album in But on first listen, I really, I liked the album a lot. I like Ariana Grande. She's very consistent. She releases an album, like, each year. I think she released an album last year. She released an album the year before that. She's very consistent. I really like her consistency. It seems like she's a hard worker. Um, I love her vocal tone. Like, I love the tone of her voice. It's really good. So throughout the album, I felt like the album was very heartfelt very she was leaning towards the r&b side more than the pop side and i think people try to box her into pop which is really annoying because i feel like when you put artists in a box it's kind of hard for them to break out and do other things i feel like if you're a fan of an artist you should try to evolve with them which also brings me to this topic about whiskey's album um so a bunch of people online are saying that they did not expect that sound and you know they wanted um something that was more more afro beats um to me i I don't know how you guys would describe the album but it sounded afro fusion so afro beats mixed with other genres which is something that i'm used to from whiskey as well like from sounds from the other side, that's kind of... He played around with a lot of different sounds. So I don't know why people were expecting... Shakiti Shakiti Bobo... Or... Like, I don't know what people were expecting from the album. Because a couple, a couple of people are online talking about how... It wasn't made for Lagos. But in my head, it's like... If you really are a fan of Whisky, I don't see why you shouldn't be be willing to evolve like human beings are supposed to evolve and change and grow and it's obvious from his sound that he has grown since superstar Like since superstar superstar was his breakout album so obviously at that time afro beats wasn't even as recognized as it is now so obviously at that time he was doing what he the sound that he was playing with was, was what was prominent. Was what he what was um, was what felt right to him at the at that particular time. Right now, things have changed. People have to change with the times. Um, I think whisket isn't just a Nigerian artist anymore. I think he he is now like an international star. And he has fans from all over the all over the world, so we shouldn't expect him to just stick to one sound and do just that. His music is still very Afrobeats inspired. It's just mixed with other genres. There's nothing wrong with that. If you don't like it, just say, "Oh, you know, I prefer the whiskey that sticks to pure, pure Afrobeat sounds." I don't like Afrofusion with Skid. That's fine. Not coming on Twitter and saying that the album is trash when it's not. Um, that's another thing with like, I don't know. There's just something about Twitter people. You guys act mad sometimes, and I, I just don't get it. Like, that's gonna gonna bring me into another topic. You being a fan of Davido doesn't mean that you can't appreciate Whiskey's music that like you saying that the music is trash without even giving it a chance is first of all just madness like you're 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 displaying stupidity because you haven't even given it a chance but it's trash because it's coming from whiskey and you're a davido fan and it goes vice versa too like it's trash if it's coming from davido because you're a whiskey fan and that's just ridiculous because these people don't even give a fuck like they don't give a damn you're on twitter insulting your generation your father's generation your mother's generation over someone that doesn't even care like at the end of the day you're all gonna stream their music they're gonna make the money they don't know your name they don't know your father's name they don't know your mother's name just gonna go just gonna go about their lives go about their days while you're there using your odessa to argue with Jumbo that doesn't give a fuck about you that doesn't even know you from today to tomorrow it's just ridiculous anyways i think a lot of albums i haven't listened to a whole lot of albums in the last two weeks um i've just been listening to my favorite albums past releases you know I really still like Savage World 2. I listen to the whole album top to bottom most of the time. Um, um, I also really still love My Turn. To me, My Turn by Lil Baby is that bitch when it comes to albums, like on period. That album is just amazing. I listen to it every time. Um, anyways, it's been really boring in the world of music lately, so it's not it's not like for the last two or three weeks I haven't really been intrigued by any albums that dropped um October has been a very tough month for everyone from NSARS to the massacre and it's just been so hard hitting like it's been news like every day it's been different every day I wake up I go on Twitter and I'm like damn what's gonna happen today like probably something new it's something new every day um and now like we just i mean we've we, we've been new like we knew we've known for a really long time but now they're like confirming it to the world that these people would rather watch us die done they would rather like they would rather um. make a mockery of themselves internationally than do the right thing like these people are literally you know we have governors who are literally contradicting themselves every day the governor of lagos state will say something today and then tomorrow is something else and then the next day is something else and then now they're fighting against each other and it's just ridiculous the nigerian army says it wasn't them that they were um they were given the order by the governor the governor says he didn't he couldn't give the order to the army but the army were there and then initially he said that the army was not there at all actually he said that there were no fatalities so no one died so in my opinion it's like you people would rather be stupid than do the right thing you would rather make a mockery of this country make a mockery of yourselves prove yourselves prove your inability to lead than for you to just do the right thing. No one was asking for too much. There's so many things that need to be fixed. There's no electricity, water, there's nothing. Those people are not even asking for that. They're asking for the basic just don't kill them. It's all don't kill us is what we're asking. That's all we're asking. And you would rather be stupid publicly than do the right thing. Do the thing that you were elected or appointed to do have refused to do. And these people now, after lives have been lost, instead of them to be concerned about protecting their citizens, about providing what their citizens need, they're worried about social media and who's talking about them and who's not. The House has not seated to talk about how, you know, we're going to make nigerians feel secure in their home but you're sitting and talking about how the youth are being wayward and it's because of social media do you know how many people live off social media in nigeria how many jobs employment opportunities have been created as a result of social media in nigeria and it's still really tough on those people to even create content to keep up with their jobs because let me tell you internet is not that cheap in that country it's not cheap in nigeria like it's really not cheap to be on the internet 24 7 in nigeria people actually spend a lot of money just to access those things but yeah you're not providing any of that for them employment is a problem They still manage to get jobs off of social media and you want to take that away from them. Freedom of expression. You're sitting and talking about how you want to basically infringe their rights. It's just ridiculous because it's like, really, people have been asking the barest minimum just not to die. And all you think about is how to stop people from talking about you on social media. First of all, Who the heck is Desmond Elliot to say that Nigerians or youths should not have a right to express themselves on social media? I watched a video of him addressing the house and he sounded so stupid but then I looked around and I was like no one can even hear how stupid he sounds because they're all stupid too. Like who's going to check who when everyone in the house is just foolish you know so at that point i honestly just gave up hope and then there was another video of another woman talking about how she's scared to give her children phones because um you know social media we say uh, it's just negativity and a bunch of wayward stuff and um the nigerian youths are drug users drug abusers and in my head, all of the all of the things she was talking about had no correlation. Drug abuse and social media. I I don't see the correlation at all. You're trying to pass a bill, and you're talking about drug use. That's totally different. Um, so to me, the whole thing sounded very stupid. And the more I saw videos, the more confused I was at 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 how. I was just bamboozled at how these people's priorities are just misplaced. I personally just, I was just so fed up. But then again, I hope that Nigerians make, a, um, make the right choice. 2023 um, elections, just make sure that you guys are registered to vote, that you have your PVC so that you guys can make your voices heard. To vote to not vote is a crime. I I personally think that as citizens it's our constitutional right of course to vote. So we should all try our best to do that. Speaking of elections, people were totally outraged last night after Lil Wayne posted a picture of him and Donald Trump, the President of the United States um and i'm going to read out his tweet he said just had a great meeting with the real donald trump besides what he's done so far for criminal reform the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership he listened to what we had to say today and assured he will get he will and can get it done um of course like everyone is calling him a traitor people are making memes with the MAGA hats. Uh, I personally don't even know if I have a real opinion on this. I think that he definitely knew what was coming when he tweeted that. I think he knew that people were going to come for him. But at the same time, I think everyone has a right to have their political opinions, has a right to to make their own choices as citizens of a specific country um in this case the united states i think because he's a public figure um to come out like that and declare maybe one of the most hated presidents in the united states in the history of the united states and just say hey i i support this person or you know i think what this person is doing is right i think definitely it's It's expected that it would be met by outrage. I don't see a reason to drag him, honestly, because I just feel like everyone has the right to make their own decision. Like, they can do whatever they want. He can vote whoever he wants. Now, he's black and from the black community, and a bunch of people think, well, people say Donald Trump is racist. I personally think he, he is racist. Um... And for him to be seen publicly supporting someone who's seen as racist is ridiculous. But still, he's also a human being. Before he's Lou Wayne, he's a citizen of the United States. So he can do whatever he wants. He, he's not going to vote for you um, like on your behalf. So when you get there, vote for your choice. But yeah, it's been a bunch of dragging, it's been a lot of memes, it's been a lot of stuff being said. I think that people have a right to do whatever they want to do and make whatever decisions they want to make. The timing is kind of awkward because it's almost time for the elections and he's posting Donald Trump and it might make it seem like, okay, you know, this person is obviously supporting Donald Trump's campaign because posting them now is kind of, yeah like, obviously, I think the elections is just next month, so it's really, really, really close to be posting anyone, but to each his own, um, I think I understand the black community, I understand the people who are dragging Lil Wayne and how disappointed they are, I understand their point of view, but again, before he's Lil Wayne, he's, citizen of the United States, and he can make whatever decision he wants to make. Speaking of making decisions, uh, I, I thought that I came to the decision that I will no longer stand anyone, and I think I'm still going to stand by that. Um, anyone who knows me knows that if I stand hard for anyone, it's Beyonce, or Jay-Z, or Dido. I think I've stopped it. I just want to stop doing that altogether because these people are human beings at the end of the day. They're going to disappoint you and them doing something that you don't agree with in general and turning a blind eye because you are so stuck to the idea of, you know, idolizing that person is just ridiculous. I know a lot of Beyonce fans that, did not like what she did with the whole n-stars thing that just kept quiet about it they just didn't want to say a thing they thought that it was like they refused to admit publicly that it was okay even though they, they were upset they just wouldn't admit that oh you know beyonce is wrong actually they would actually be in the comments arguing with other people like beyonce is not entitled to say anything she's not the government of nigeria she doesn't have to do anything now, for that topic, Beyonce is not the government of Nigeria. Obviously, no celebrity can actually, you know change what was happening. We can't make effective change as to what like what was happening. But the reason why people were so helped, like were so bent on celebrities posting these these things is because these people have a platform they have. 200,000, 300,000, a million, two million. In Beyonce's case, she has over 150 million people following her on Instagram alone. And just the post from her just amplifies, um, should I say amplifies? Yeah, it just amplifies the whole situation and like amplifies the situation A lot more people get to hear about it and know what these countries are going through. Uh, In this case, Nigeria. We just wanted our voice to be heard. We wanted the whole world to know what was going on. And so I understood why people wanted celebrities to post. Personally, I think that it's very important. And for people who live off of social media, who make a living of influencing others influencers to come out and say i don't know what importance a post would do online act like say stuff like online activism couch activists it's really strange because how can you not know the importance of your influence and your platform if you live off of it every single day you make thousands of dollars millions of dollars off of creating content and posting it on social media for people who you've never met before to consume. So why do you think that your influence is not important? You have been very confident about your platform prior to now and then now that you can use it to make change, you are refusing to and all of a sudden you feel like your platform is not important. You feel like a post from you can do anything. How can you, who live, who you literally live off influencing other people, you live off grand promotions and social media and you live off the thousands of people that follow you and then all of a sudden you think it's not important if it's not important why the heck are you even working in that in that field or in that sector in the first place so to me it's just really weird that at that time um people didn't understand the impact or the I should say, the importance of social media or social media awareness at that time. Because all of a sudden, everyone turned to scientists. Everyone was researching. Um, You're a Nigerian, but all of a sudden, like you're researching. You've been doing your research as to what was happening and why people were seeing answers. Now, doing your research to know why this topic is trending and you know why people are talking about it that's okay but that's only gonna take you I'm not even kidding at most a day really but a lot of them came out like two weeks after talking about oh I just did my research and I've been I've been so quiet because I didn't know like I didn't know uh what the situation was I wanted to make sure that I knew everything that was going on before I spoke on it and it's like really it took you two weeks to do your research quote unquote it took you two weeks to get informed about something so basic there's literally slides on Instagram that simplify the whole situation from you like and SARS is SARS is a you know special anti 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 robbery squad that basically terrorizes its citizens, kills, kidnaps, robs, scams its citizens. It's really that simple. It's basically just two words. Police brutality. That's literally it. How hard is that? Like, that is not a hard concept to grasp. So I don't know why it took some people two weeks. In fact, as I'm speaking, there's still people who are tweeting and size, I just did my research, like there are people who are still doing research to next tomorrow but yeah to each his own Um, you can't force people to post honestly, I think on our own, we got our our voices were heard, people listen to us, so um, it doesn't matter if they post or not the, the struggle is not ending and I don't think it will end anytime soon we're still pushing forward we're still fighting so then posting is not important um but what brought up this whole thing was the whole Beyonce thing and how people thought that it wasn't important for her to post um when Beyonce Beyonce has been very involved with Africa recently she released a project inspired by Africa, what she called a love letter to Africa. She did, you know, the, the movie Black is King and it was filled with African artists. It was the video was filled with African attire. It was heavily, heavily inspired by African cultures. And you did all of that publicly. So now that we're struggling, why don't you just help? Publicly, but then again, after like you know, pressure, she released a statement talking about how she has tried to provide health care and just donations to those on the ground. But to me, honestly, no one was asking for the money, in my opinion. I, I, the way I see it, anyways, I don't think anyone was asking for money. No one was asking for money. No one was asking for health care or food. Like, we're not trying to alleviate poverty. We're trying to put put an end to police brutality. Honestly, all we needed at that point was nothing but a post. Like, it's, it's just awareness. People just need to know that. Everything is not money and donations. Like, we're not trying to end world hunger we're really just trying to get our government to listen to us and we think that if the eyes of the world are on them if there's a lot of pressure from social media from um international bodies on them then they can be forced to listen that's literally all that we were trying to do it's not were not asking for money that's where a lot of fans got it wrong like beyonce is not god she's not supposed to yeah she's not she's not God. she's not supposed to save us people were just expecting a lot from her because she's she likes to associate herself with africa so if you're gonna associate yourself with africa you should associate yourself with 100 percent everything that comes with africa is what people were trying to say anyways i wanted to tell you guys about this show that i'm watching um it's not a very it's not actually it's not new at all i actually started this show while i was still back home in nigeria it's called the hundred it's a really really good show i'm i don't know if you haven't heard about it sorry if you have it's actually really good uh i think it started like in 2014 and i watched episode one back then no i watched season one the full season one back then um for some reason i just never went back it was becoming i i, I saw season two i saw like a couple of episodes from season two when i had, I had moved to canada um, but after that it got really i just i felt like it was getting too long it got really tiring um they continued on to season 7. I think season 7 is their final season. I saw people raving about it on um, Twitter recently, and I just got tempted to go back into it. I basically had, to be honest, I had nothing else to, to watch. I really ran out of options, so I was like, you know what? I'll just give the 100 a try again. Now, it's been six years since, I think six, five years since I watched the first season, so I couldn't even remember. I could remember, you know, bits and pieces of what happened. I could remember the characters. like I remembered Wells and Clark and Bellamy, but I didn't remember, you know, everything that had happened and what was the last thing that happened in season one. So I had to go back. I think I started halfway through season 1 when they were already on the ground. Um, And then I watched that and now I'm currently in season 4. I'm trying to catch up all the way to season 7. I guess it's not catching up anymore because I think the show is over now. I think it ended September 30th. It's such a good show. It's I mean, the characters are an annoying as hell. I think female female lead characters are generally just annoying. I don't even expect anything better these days. Um, from Elena Gilbert to Chloe from Lucifer to um, um, Elizabeth Keane from Blackwood. Like, they're all just... There's just that common that common thing between all of them they're all very annoying they just they get in trouble they get others in trouble they're hypocritical a bunch of things anyways the main character for this one is clark and i'm not even gonna lie i don't i don't i don't Mm. like clark i think she 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 became a leader while acting like she didn't want to be a leader and then When she got to that position, that, that position of power and the position of being a leader, she just always tried to act like she was forced to be there or she just can't handle it most of the time. Her emotions get the best of her. She, she's very, she's such a hypocrite, honestly. Um, I actually, I like Bellarmie. I like Bellarmie. (laughs) His name is Bellamy. I like Bellamy because um, he's. I think he's very reflective. Like he reflects on stuff that he's done. He's very apologetic. Um, at first, he was very annoying and arrogant, but eventually, he just became very. Um, he became affectionate, and while while still remaining, you know, brutal and savage when he needed to be his sister made it really difficult for him at first but later on she became a warrior herself she she became even worse of a killer than any of them she really was into the whole killing thing at one point i haven't watched it to the end to season seven so i'm pretty sure she she became something but as of now she's just like a savage killer that wants to kill everybody have a name for her now, she's such a warrior, she's like the opposite of what she was in the beginning of the show. But she's really annoying. Like I feel like she gets angry at stuff that she shouldn't be angry about. She's just she's so obsessed with the idea of being a warrior, being a killer. She's so obsessed with the idea of being a um, tree crew. If you don't watch the show and if you can't relate to what I'm saying, sorry. Okay. Um, I apologize. But I just have to talk about the show. Because it's such it's such a good show. I will definitely. If you don't watch the show. You should watch. You should watch it 100. If you haven't seen the, the, um, the originals in your life. I think that you are missing. And you should go to jail for that. Because the originals is that bitch. When it comes to shows. And I think everyone should see the originals. Because it's just. Is that good um, I personally think the main character the protagonist in the originals Klaus Michelson is the name of this character he is my favorite he, yeah he is my favorite TV show character of all time um, and I've watched a lot of TV shows a lot of them I think he's definitely my favorite TV show character Before him, it was either Lucas Scott... No, 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 not Lucas. It was either Nathan Scott from um, One Tree Hill, or it was... Who else could it have been? Yeah, Nathan Scott or Damon Salvatore from the originals, which you should also watch. But it got really stupid after season five. Actually, after season four, it just got really annoying, so season four was when the, the originals so the originals is a spin-off is a spin-off from um the the vampire diaries season four was the last time that klaus michelson appeared in the the, the vampire diaries and then he moved to a transition onto the originals now after that transition i was gone I, I left i followed klaus i just never went back to vampire diaries ever again And I think from what I heard, it had a very stupid ending and a lot of unnecessary twists and miracles and people. It was just too much, too much, too many things happening and just, no. it felt like it had no direction and there was just no... The characters got really annoying to me because I really can't stand Elena at all. I couldn't stand her then. I still can't stand her even when I watch the show again sometimes. And I cannot stand Stefan either. So I decided to just move, and make that transition over to the originals, which I've enjoyed, which I enjoyed because it's over now. And it had such an emotional ending, but very good still. The writing of that show, I have to say, is very good. The character development of Klaus from being so evil, someone that you hated, someone that you didn't want to see to someone that you cared for and that you didn't want to die was just amazing um but yeah there's two shows if you haven't seen any of these shows i'm talking about i've mentioned like three shows already just from talking about you know um the the hundreds so try to go see those shows my favorite tv show of all time is one tree hill if you're into um it's a very mellow show it's not supernatural or anything it's like a soap opera um like it's an american soap opera because when people hear soap operas they think about um, telenovela stuff but this is american and it's really nice it's a high school sh- like you know it's set in high school and then they move towards adulthood so it's like a coming of age show and it's, it's kind of old too um but One Trio is my favorite TV show of all time followed by the originals um and yeah followed by the originals I don't think I would list anything else honestly but I think you guys should definitely see some of these shows that I've mentioned they're all very good um with that I'm going to close today's episode thank you guys so much for listening thus far um If you want to get more of me, you can follow me on my social media. My Instagram is at A-B-I-E-Y-U-A-X-O. That's A-B-I-E-Y-U-W-A-X-O. And that's the same on Twitter as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you share this with your friends. Thank you. And don't forget to think like a sage. Bye.